1170. The answer, San Diego. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Dynamite! Here she is, Andrea K. Have you all here with me? Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. It takes a team. It takes a village to bring the Andrea K Show live, and the village is all supporting me here. And thanks to the village, of course, includes everybody out there listening and watching on Facebook Live as well as on Twitter. Thank you all so much. And if you're in your cars right now, suffering in that drive time, thank you for tuning in and listening. Hey, the number is 888-344-1170. If you'd like to be a part of the show, I would love to hear from you. we got lots to talk about tonight. In fact, one of the things I want to hear from you all is, did Stormy cause a storm or did she fail to titillate? I don't know. I got my thoughts on that. I actually watched the interview. Yes, I did, because how could I report on it if I didn't watch the the much-anticipated hyped interview for that. So we are going to talk about that a little bit later of the show. Lots of stuff happening this weekend. Uh, People still reeling from President Trump signing the omnibus and more details about that coming out. But my next guest is going to share with you what he thinks was the great news for America that came out with the omnibus. That's right, everybody out there gnaw boning and upset over the omnibus. My next guest is here to tell everybody to calm down. It's great news for America, and that's what we're going to talk to him. And then uh, after this upcoming break, um, uh, the next segment, we're going to have, I promised y'all him last week, Dr. Jerome Corsi is going to be here. A lot of people saying the omnibus was a win for the deep state, and the deep state was even deeper than we thought. Deep, deep, deep. So to talk about the deep state and how to kill the deep state is best-selling author Dr. Jerome Corsi is going to be here with his book, Killing the Deep State. And the fight to save Donald Trump. Uh, But the omnibus. So um, with the omnibus, uh, what I think most people were upset about was the, the not so much what was in it, but what wasn't in it. What wasn't in it was the funding for the wall. Or at least an appropriate amount of funding for the wall. I think it was something like 30 feet of fencing for Texas, but it could not look exactly like the um, prototypes that were here in San Diego. But what has happened since the omnibus was signed? And, you know, there was a lot of people that were saying on Friday that, you know, you got to read between the lines and that there's this and there's that, that because it's an omnibus and it's not a budget, he can do this with discretionary funding or whatever. Well, some of those people may be right. Some people are attributing it to Ann Coulter. But over the weekend, President Trump tweeted out that he could use the military, actually, and uh, start building the wall. So we'll see if that's actually going to happen, whether or not he is going to use the military to build the wall. In fact, I think his head of Department of Homeland Security, she actually put out, she actually put out there today that he was going to start building 100 miles of the border wall. And it was actually going to look like the prototypes that were here in San Diego, because I said that the GOP was really twisting the knife when that little measly amount they put in there specifically was not allowed to be used 
for anything that looked like the border wall prototype. Well, joining me now is the man. He was the first guy to predict that President Trump was going to win with his first book, Great News for America. And he he's the one who said to me on Friday on Facebook, Andrea, there, this omnibus is, is not a bad thing. It's a good thing. There's more great news for America. It's Gerard Lamero. Hey, Gerard, welcome back. Oh, it's great to be back with you. I always love being on your show. Well, thank you. So tell me why I'm wrong that this omnibus is not a bad thing for America. It does not portend bad. Well, actually, I think there are uh, several reasons. And I want to tell you one that's probably going to knock your socks off. And that is, I think we are weeks away from a war in North Korea, potentially. Uh, That's part of the reason that China is trying to uh, invite Kim to... uh, to Beijing to try to talk him out of what's happening, and it may be the last chance to avert it. But I think what we see is Donald Trump preparing the nation for warfare. Uh, We've got John Bolton, who is an outstanding conservative in the NSC. He has, I know his work from years ago. He's a good guy. And we have uh, Pompeo, Mike Pompeo, who's an excellent conservative now at State Department instead of a liberal, Rex Tillerson, who I was against from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he, pa- he signed the bill primarily because of the uh, defense appropriations. I mean, people are, are basically um, trying to grab spare parts any place they can find them mm-hmm. in the military to keep the helicopters going, to keep the jets going. I mean, the, the military has been decimated under the Obama administration. I think he thought the most important thing, the biggest job that he has, is to protect this nation and our national security. And I think first and foremost, that's the reason he signed it. And I think that's a good thing. And I think uh, he also made an announcement almost the same time frame about transgender in the military. And he tried to take the conservative point of view of what's best for the fighting uh, soldier. You know, what's best for those folks? And he did what he thought was best. Well, I'm glad to – excuse me for interrupting because we've only got a few more minutes. Unfortunately, I I, I had to squeeze Gerard in tonight even though I had a fully booked show. But he's he's my go-to guy for positive news and great news for America. But um, I I actually – I'm so glad I had you on and you mentioned that because I put out there Friday. I posed the question – what was emergent about the military? We, he, he, this was not what he campaigned on. He has not been coming before the American people as he usually does. This is a man who's continued to campaign since he was elected, putting it out there to the people and continuing to push his agenda, which I think is brilliant. But we haven't been hearing about the military. And I was wondering, what, why was the military so emergent that he was willing to give up anything else and the entire rest of his agenda and look so tortured while he was doing it? And you just answered my question. Right. There's also another thing, too. Uh, the nature of the way the, uh, <clears throat> the, you know, the legalese of budgets versus appropriations and all of that, it looks to me like he'll be able to declare uh, basically the border as a national security issue uh, for a number of reasons, which we may not have the time to go into. But basically, he'll be able to move money around and he'll fund the wall as complete as he wants, all $25 billion or so. Uh, he'll get it. That wall is going to be built. Trump's going to do it. Let me tell you, everything surrounding this, I know it's been played up negatively in the media, but you know what? It's great news for America. Well, you know, I think that I think that the initial reaction, and on the part of myself is, and, and in, spite, in spite of what you're saying about the military, 
the reality is, is that the rest of his entire agenda was missing from this omnibus. And I, so I think that on top of it, there was funding for Planned Parenthood, funding for sanctuary cities. Uh, there's uh, the conscientious protections were missing, which is something I'm going to talk about a little bit later in the show. So I think that that in, in um, everything, when you're dealing with an electorate that's been so betrayed by the oh, Republican Party, that it was a no. natural reaction for people to go, oh, my gosh. You know, when he first got into office last spring and they did the continuing resolution and, and the border wall wasn't funded and they didn't get the Obamacare repeal and replace and there was st- all the, still funding for sanctuary cities and Planned Parenthood, the, the we were told, just give it till September. And then, you know, it's just been the same old, same old. And I just think that there's the Trump's political capital as, as uh, supported as he is by the base. He himself... Had a, has a limited amount of time to get it done because the American people have been betrayed that much. And I think what's going to happen is, is if he actually does take action, it's always in the results. It's always in the action from Trump. You know, he can say one thing or indicate one thing, but you have to look at what he does. And I think that he's got time. And I said this Friday, as upset as, as upset as I was, he does have time to turn it around if he starts building that wall. And if we see that there's military action, which required uh, this military funding, I, I think that his base, which ran away from him, is going to come right back. Do you agree? By the way, Planned Parenthood. Uh, technically, it's funded, but read the fine print in that 2,000-page bill. There's a little thing in there that it can't be used for certain things, so they may not get it. Oh. <laughs> the, joke, the joke may be on them. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, let's hope so. Um, and you know what? I, I think we sh- I think we should all be I think we should all be in a wait and see mode, and see what happens because it is always in uh, President Trump's actions, and we absolutely do need a beef- beefed up military. You know, we have our our heroes that are putting their lives on the line with inferior equipment, and the equipment they've got in Planned Parenthood to perform abortions is all state of the art thanks to our funding, while our military is out there not getting what they need. But we also need those programs that the VA that was supposed to have in there for their healthcare. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that he finds some funds. If he can find funds elsewhere to build the wall, he needs to find some funds to, for those VA Absolutely. programs that weren't, that weren't in there as well. Everything is coming. You've got to trust the guy. He is smarter than his opponents. He is going to win. America is going to win. Well, Gerard Lamero, thank you so much for being here and continuing to bring the great news for America. I appreciate it. And your second book is out, right? People can get this right. one. More great for news for America. It's selling, it's selling about 10 times faster than the previous book. All right. Well, thank you so much, Gerard, for being here. I appreciate it. You bet. Glad to be on. You have a wonderful show. Oh, thank you so much. All right. Now, I promised him last week to talk about the deep state and due to all this weather, this due to all the global warming that caused more blizzard conditions and closed uh, airports. Uh, Dr. Jerome Corsi couldn't be here last week, but he is here tonight. So stay tuned because when we come back, we're going to talk about the deep state. He says he's got some bombshells in his book. For example, even the Republican Party is continuing to say that they seen evidence that Russia was the one who hacked the DNC. Dr. Corsi says that's not true. He's got the proof of who did it. So stay tuned. Dr. Corsi's coming up next. Killing the deep state. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. 
Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's BAG11 to 88988. Recently, we talked on the phone with AM 1170 The Answer family member Sunshine. She took advantage of The Answer's half-price tuition for her preschool son. Sunshine? He's really excited. He went to preschool at this Christian um, school, and he loved it. I want to bring my kids to heaven with me. If I can give them a great education, as well as an education in the Bible, and giving them a Christ point of view of life, then what better investment can I give that? Ah, Sunshine, that is very special. And you know, you could be saying something similar because AM 1170 The Answer is giving you an opportunity to invest in your child or grandchild's education just like Sunshine did. From preschool through high school, get a high-quality private education for half off the regular tuition fee. Go to am1170theanswer.com and check out the list of schools in your area. Then give us a call at 844-800-5757 and lock in your child's place next fall. 844-800-5757. Hi, Larry Elder here. For my loyal listeners who are thinking about selling your home, do your homework and list with confidence by calling my good friend and trusted military veteran realtor, John Reeves of Reeve Point Real Estate. John sold 327 homes in 2017. That's one home sold every 27 hours. Selling more homes than any other agent means John can do much more for you. In fact, he can buy your home if it doesn't sell. How does John do that? John already has 4,000 ready buyers in his exclusive database looking to buy right now. His proprietary systems help net his sellers nearly 3% more, which equals more money in your pocket. And if your home doesn't sell, he'll buy it at a price acceptable to you, guaranteed in writing. You can have confidence working with the best realtor, the one I trust to sell my home, John Reeves at Reeve Point Real Estate. Call 858-800-HOME. That's 858-800-HOME. 858-800-HOME. That's 858-800-4663. Does this sound adventurous? Sailing the Hawaiian Islands? Hewitt here. Come join me and my buddies Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher on our seven-day Hawaiian cruise. Each beautiful stateroom gets two my pillows from Mike Lindell, who will also be on board. We'll have amazing food and evening get-togethers with us. It happens August 11th through 18th. For details, just log on to am1170theanswer.com and use the keyword aloha. That's am1170theanswer.com, keyword aloha. Come and join us. 
1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. 888-344-1170 if you'd like to be a part of the show. Joining me now is the man who thankfully swift-boated John Kerry. And now he's going to kill the deep state. It's author of the best-selling book, Killing the Deep State, The Fight to Save Donald Trump, and it's Dr. Jerome Corsi. Hi, Dr. Corsi. Welcome back to the show. Great to be back with you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for doing the research on the deep state. You know, there are many people that are still trying to tell us there is no such thing. What is the deep state? Well, I think when people... The reason I wrote Killing the Deep State is that uh, I I wanted to show the smoking gun evidence against the FBI. I mean, when you read this book, you're going to be stunned. It's going to be clear there was an actual coup d'etat against the president that's still continuing. And it started in the uh, FBI. It includes the Department of Justice under President Obama, and it extends to the CIA. That's why I define as the deep state with this coup d'etat plan against President Obama. I'm sorry, it's President Trump under President Obama. Coup d'etat, those are really big words. Uh, and I mean them. I mean, this was an attempt. The, the goal, these, the deep state uh, were really basically the, the bureaucracy. There were holdovers from you know, decades, the globalists, including packed by Obama, of hard leftists. And they viewed, you know, the United States being a borderless, uh, new world order, part of the uh, international community. So when Donald Trump came along as a America First candidate, uh, these entrenched holdovers in the bureaucracy, the deep state, hated Donald Trump. And they conspired either to deny him the presidency or, if he did win, to find a way to impeach Donald Trump and remove him from office. Well, with this going on, and I think, and, and I, you've got the bombshells beyond what we already know. There's already been a little bit that we've seen, like with the Nunes memo, and we now have an understanding that um, the the FISA warrants were illegally obtained because they were obtained through a smear file that was purchased by the DNC and Hillary Clinton. So far, that's that's about all we know. But I'm looking at that going, shouldn't that be enough to shut down this investigation? Why is this even continuing? Well, it should be. And in fact, I think increasingly there's demands uh, to, uh, as I point out in the book, it extends way beyond what we already generally know. You know, there's evidence that in this Uranium One deal that uh, Mueller and Rosenstein, number two in the Department of Justice, covered up the information about the, Ro- the Russian bribery scheme in the uranium industry that was ongoing. And had that information been revealed to the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States, I doubt if, if they would have given Russia permission to buy Uranium One. That would have cost the Clintons $147 million in campaign contributions, or I guess pay-to-play contributions for the Uranium One deal being done. So a lot of money involved, and I think Mueller ultimately and Rosenstein should be put under grand jury examination to see if they played a criminal role in that cover-up. Why is Rosenstein and Mueller in any way connected to any investigation involving our government, given all that? And how can Rosenstein even be... He signed his name to those FISA warrants. How is it that he's being allowed to run as be the acting head of the DOJ? It's amazing. And also, 
you know, the, Comey also, as, as head of the FBI, signed off on those uh, Fusion GPS dossiers being used for the FISA court. And and he, uh, Comey and Rosenstein signed at least three times, maybe four. And then Comey comes before Congress and he says, oh, the Fusion GPS, under oath, he says, that's a scurrilous document. We, The FBI couldn't authenticate it. Well, either Comey was lying then or... He was lying when he gave the FISA uh, courts the Fusion GPS document in the first place. Can't have it both ways. Either the document couldn't be validated or it was worth submitting to the FISA court to get electronic surveillance Trump's campaign. Well, I, where do you see Sessions in all of this? Uh, I'm really, uh, I, I'm increasingly thinking Sessions is weak and compromised. And while he may be ultimately a white hat, I think that the, the scenario I've laid out and recommended, and I think in killing the deep stake, it's kind of shocking that, you know, Sessions hasn't acted more strongly. So if you get Mueller and Rosenstein under a grand jury investigation for their role in the cover-up of the Uranium One scandal, the Russian bribery scheme, they will have to resign. And at that point, I think Sessions can either resign or be fired and um, Trump can appoint someone at the head of the FBI who will unquestionably turn the tables and begin investigating the Democrats. Well, that that should have already happened. I mean, I don't understand why Jeff Sessions gets they. What's his name? Franken, you know, gives him the hairy eyeball and he recuses himself and, a, and gets a special prosecutor in there. Meanwhile, we've got all these revelations that have come out from McCabe and his lying and leaking and Comey and his in his obvious lying and leaking himself. And we still don't have a special prosecutor to investigate. And then on top of it, we find out now that a good good lat, I think is his name, has, you know, subpoenaed the Department of Justice saying they they've requested one point two million documents revolving involving the Hillary email investigation that was obviously improperly handled by the FBI, and they've only received 3,000 documents. That's under Jeff Sessions. Uh, you, know, you know, one of the reasons I wrote Killing the Deep State, I want to also show the uh, extent to which Bill Clinton you know, and Barack Obama are still involved behind the scenes Okay, uh, to house President Trump. I mean, it's almost like Obama is this wizard behind the scenes. You know, he's got this mansion and Valerie Jarrett is living with them, the the, uh, the Obamas. And uh, I think with these key operatives, uh, President Obama is still trying daily, working day and night, to undermine Trump's presidency. Uh, you know, and th- these are things I think deeply concern me. And also, it- it's no surprise that my book is being banned by all the major networks, ABC, yeah. NBC. I'm not going to get any interviews. I mean, my book, is Killing Deep State, is already one of the best-selling books of the whole Trump presidency. It's been number one on Amazon mm-hmm. in a number of categories. Yet I'm not going to be given an interview in any, any of the mainstream media. They do not want you reading this book. Well, you, one of the things that uh, you reveal in your book is who the U.S.-based uh, terror group is that's been spearheading the anti-Trump efforts. What can you tell me about that? Well, this anti-Fog group, which is you know essentially the redo of the Communist Party's paramilitary group in the Weimar Republic in Germany, mm. same symbols, same methodology, same street thug mentality, um, they've been funded by Soros, and they're out there to 
enforce the Democratic Party's a hard left, increasingly call it a hate left agenda, uh, because these people, the, the Democrats and the holdovers in the bureaucracy, the deep state, absolutely hate Donald Trump. I mean, we saw that in the Strozik and Page emails, mm-hmm. these two lovers who were just, you know, going on with 10,000 messages about hating Trump and wanting an insurance policy. I think the Fusion GPS dossier to impeach Trump mm-hmm. be should catastrophe to them win the election. The GOP, I'm even hearing um, people, uh, Republicans that were a part of the House Intel Committee saying that they believe, they they are convinced that it was the Russians who hacked the DNC. There's a difference between saying they're comfortable with or they're convinced versus actually seeing evidence. I was saying from the beginning, where's the proof? Hillary Clinton and the DNC hired some company CrowdStrike. What evidence do we have that it was actually the Russians who hacked? You talk about that in the book, don't you? At length, I don't think there is any evidence that the Russians uh, did the so-called hacking to get into this. It was clearly, to me, uh, a, a deal that where Seth Rich was the one who did the internal leaking as an employee of the DNC. That he was the one who was offended. He wanted. He was basically a um, supporter of Bernie Sanders, and when. Bernie Sanders was denied uh, the primary victory because Hillary Clinton and Debbie Wasserman Schultz and the DNC rigged the election against Bernie Sanders. That's when Seth Rich put a uh, thumb drive into a computer and downloaded all the DNC uh, and Podesta emails. Even Julian Assange has strongly hinted that it was uh, through this, through through Seth Rich, that he got. Uh, all of these emails, not uh, not at all through the um, Russians. The Russians mm-hmm. did not, I don't think, hack the DNC at all. See, and and when everything that you've laid out so far tells me that it can't, it's not just the Obama administration and Obama holdovers. The Republican Party has to be in on it because otherwise they would be they would be wanting to get. Uh, to the bottom of this, they would be wanting. They would be already be screaming themselves, and there would already be uh, Mueller, like you said, um, Rosenstein, and others would already be under grand jury and already be, you know, investigated and interrogated. And what do you want to share about that? We've got about a minute left in well, terms of the Republican. The, to a large extent, the Republican uh, Trump ran against the Republican Party. Yeah. Certainly, the establishment of the Republican Party. He still had to fight the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, in my book, I also present compelling evidence how shocking it is that George Soros continued to work on the other side with Hillary Clinton and uh, with Barack Obama and with Robert Mueller and other operatives that are really deep state operatives protecting Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. Well, the book is Killing the Deep State, uh, The Fight to Save Donald Trump. You have a three-point strategy. Correct. Yes, the, correct. The first strategy, first point, is to, um, which I think is just about accomplished, and that is to show that Mueller's Russian collusion investigation uh, achieved nothing. You know, the, the 13 Russians that were indicted won't face trial; they won't be extradited. And the Justice Department said that they did not influence the election, and Trump did not collude with them. Second point is to begin a counterattack, and the counterattack, I believe, will turn the tables and get a special prosecutor appointed 
for going after the Democrats, mm -hmm. in which the real collusion with Russia, the Democrats, can be shown. And part of the third strategy is to reveal the extent to which the mainstream media and the social media, Google and the others, uh, were really colluding with the Democrats to uh, defeat Trump. And we, we, we've begun to see the part of this third phase come into play already as mm -hmm. Facebook is under attack right. for sharing its information with um, its voter information with Democrats and with those who would buy the information. Well, you know, everybody needs your information. Every American needs this book, Killing the Deep State, The Fight to Save Donald Trump, because the American people control the message and you control minds. And that's why the media, ha you know, has cooperated and been colluding with the deep state in order to first keep President Trump from being elected and now trying to unseat a free and fairly United States president. Dr. Jerome, Jerome Corsi, thank you so much for being here and for your amazing work. Uh, my great pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great night. Wow. Um, you know, Hillary Clinton said in that debate, anybody who wouldn't accept the outcome of this election was the greatest threat to our democracy. Well, you can see who the real threat to our democracy is. It was the Obama administration, the FBI and the DOJ, and they need to be dealt with. And, and that's, and to me, the Republican Party with that omnibus was all about was it was a part of the deep state, the GOP doing everything that they could do to stop President Trump and his agenda. And it's not going to work. I absolutely believe Trump, he's not going to get everything that he said that he wanted. He's not going to fulfill every campaign promise. It's not going to look exactly like he promised, but he is going to do everything he can to get his agenda through. Now, when we come back, we're going to talk about another way in which they're going to try to stop him. They tried to bring the storm, and I'm not even talking about the nor'easter. I'm talking about a storm in the form of 45 quadruple D he on 60 Minutes. He an entire documentary about shark attacks. No. <laughs> <laughs> Stormy, coming up next on The Andrea K Show. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. Listen to what Dave Ryan says about Andro 400. Andro 400, I really love it. It's amazing to me that uh, I feel so good. I've lost 50 pounds. I was a size 38 waist. I've gone down to a 32 waist. My mood has changed. I, I don't get stressed out. It gave me so much more energy. Energy to, to walk. Energy to, to 
played sports. Everything is starting to work again. It feels like I'm 25. My wife is happy. I'm so happy. I'm just a completely different man. I'm taking this stuff to the grave with me. Men, have you lost energy and gained belly fat? Are you feeling stressed out? Fight back with Andro 400, the safe, natural, and inexpensive way to increase your testosterone. For over a decade, Andro 400 has helped men lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel 20 years younger. Go to andro400.com, andro400.com, or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435. The power company changed their peak hours from 4 to 9 p.m. That's when you're not producing power. I have a solution for that. A battery backup system. You might not know what that is, but combined with solar, you can program these batteries to charge and discharge at will, meaning you control how you're getting and using your power that you produced. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. After serving in the Marine Corps, I've decided to make San Diego my home. I'm not a salesman, just an electrician who wants to help customers zero out their electric bill. I only use the best equipment with 25-year warranties, in-phase microinverters, LG panels. I will custom design a system to meet your needs. If you need an electrical panel upgrade, I'm offering a $2,000 credit with the purchase of an installed solar panel system. To learn more, go to KeeganElectricSolar.com. That's KeeganElectricSolar.com. I can't wait to help you with your power solutions. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com today. Hi, I'm Chris with Cash Call Mortgage. With today's rising home values and low mortgage rates, we're doing refinances with no closing costs that let you pull out tens of thousands in cash. Use that cash to pay off high-interest credit cards, car loans, do things around the house, or anything you want. My husband and I realized the best low-cost way to get a large chunk of cash was to take advantage of our home's value by refinancing. Chris got us a low interest rate, and we pulled 50000 in cash out. We paid off credit cards and a few other things, and the whole process was super easy. Cash Call Mortgage is designed to save with great fixed rates with absolutely no closing costs. None. Your house is your bank. So make the cash call now at 877-890-CASH. That's 877-890-CASH. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage Equal Housing Lender. Call 855-657-9910 for terms and restrictions. California Department of Business Oversight Residential Mortgage Lender Law License 41310083. NMLS 128231. That's 877-890-CASH. AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Having a great time here with you all. TGIM, by the way, it is Monday, and I didn't even, my my uh, partner in crime here didn't get a chance to, I didn't get a chance to say hi to him early because he was running around trying to keep the wheels on going. Hey, DJ Carrot Stooks. He made me sit and watch an entire documentary about <laughs> shark attacks. <laughs> I might admit that's an interesting dating technique. Is that one that you've used, DJ Carrot Stooks? Is that what you do on your dates? Hey, shark Week, that's, that's a hot week for dates. You know what? I love Shark Week. You know what? I I guarantee you this, Stormy. Shark Week, after watching that interview, let me tell you, Shark Week would be a little bit more interesting than any of the movie productions that you've been in, okay? I don't know if my girl Jen Kearns is going to agree with me, but joining me now is Jen Kearns, contributor to The Hill. Hey, Jen. Hey, I don't know about you, but that's what I do on all my first dates is watch Shark Week Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, did you watch... The, her interview last night. Did Stormy cause a storm for you? 
Well, look, I, I did watch the interview in its entirety. Um, I think that requires hazard pay. Uh, look, here, here's my <laughs> two cents on it. <laughs> uh, I wonder what extent do Americans really need to know about the tawdry details of a consensual affair that clearly happened 12 years ago between two consenting adults? Look, if this had been a Democrat, they would be telling us what puritanical people we are as Republicans needing to know what goes on in people's bedrooms. I love the hypocrisy of Democrats. When the shoe is on the other foot, they can't wait to expose a Republican in this. So uh, the the interview to me was pure political theater. uh, And there wasn't much, I didn't think there was much news there. Uh, If you look at this, Andrea, even Stormy Daniels admitted that she is, quote, not a victim. And uh, she also said she's not a Me Too case. Um, and so it left me kind of wondering why exactly are they dragging the president of the United States through the mud after all these years of something that was clearly, uh, if it did happen, was clearly an affair between two consenting adults. This is very different from, say, the Monica Lewinsky scandal where you had Bill Clinton, who was actually a sitting president at the time, um, having an affair with someone who was barely legal. I hate to say that, but it's true. A uh, young lady in his employ. There were a number of things wrong with that. Oh, and then by the way, he lied about it under oath. So clearly, two different situations. Um, I just kept asking myself throughout the interview, um, why exactly are we having to to drag the country through this? What is the point of this? Uh, she said yeah. she was not a victim and she was not snowed. Um, I thought the other interesting point about this, and you and I are political people. I thought it was very telling when her attorney came on that um, you know he even admitted. Uh, that he was an operative of longtime Obama loyalist Rahm Emanuel. So you try to tell me this isn't wholly partisan, uh, yeah. the Democrats out there. Um, I would like to know who is paying for his legal fees. And, you know, Stormy Daniels has mentioned many times that she's had many offers from people that they would pay her legal fees, they would pay the penalty mm-hmm. if she just broke the NDA. Well, I would like to know if we're, if we're talking about money here and we're talking about Trump's lawyer, Michael Cohen, and we're talking about the $130,000 she was given, let's talk about who now is funding this witch hunt. There, Somebody is paying yeah. this attorney who's a longtime Rahm Emanuel operative. Mm-hmm. Someone is paying Stormy Daniels for breaking that India. I'd like to know who yeah. that is. Yeah, that's a really great question because her explanations, I, I, uh, 60 Minutes did a much better job titillating this interview than she did titillating her career. I found her to be boring and tedious and there was absolutely nothing there to her story. So she's not much of a, to- a storyteller. And I thought, hey, I thought the porn today was supposed to be about they actually have a, have a script and a storyline to their porn. I mean, this was, there was absolutely nothing there for me. And, you know, then, so then they're trying to turn it into some type of campaign uh, misappropriation of a campaign contribution somehow, which was actually more twisted uh, than her explanation of, you know, her, her story and her get together with Trump, which, oh, by the way, you know, what, what really struck to me is what didn't make sense is she's acting as though her explanations for why she, she said multiple times that there wasn't any affair with Trump. So now she's having to admit that she lied. So then it's like, well, why are you now saying something? Why did you lie before? Well, I lied before because I was scared to say anything. Well, then why are you speaking out now? It's like it was a constant contradiction. They're now trying to um, turn it into um, a way to, since the sex part of it didn't work, now they're trying to turn it into something against him as some criminal thing with campaign finance. What do you know about that? I'm not an expert on campaign finance law. 
But yeah, that's really yeah, where they're going with that. I agree. I think that's where they're going next. And look, in regards to the changing of her story, uh, there's a name for this. If she were in a court of law today, uh, this discrepancy that she she once said there was an affair, then five years later she said that there was not an affair. This this was denied in a print article. She was quoted as denying that an affair had actually happened, and now she's back on saying that the affair did happen. In a court of law, if this were a court case, because of these discrepancies, she would actually be disqualified mm-hmm. as a witness. So yeah. it's beyond me why 60 Minutes, uh, this you know news institution of America, would actually give give that much airtime to somebody who, who, in a court of law, would be disqualified and discredited as a witness. Um, now, I think you're right. I think what they're trying to do next is tie this back to the campaign. Uh, look, it, if Michael Cohen did pay this out of some campaign fund, it could become a sticky situation for the Trump organization. Now, I tend to believe Michael Cohen when he said he actually paid this out of his own pocket, uh, you know, sort of directly to her, um, because that's what you do for a high-profile client. I can affirmatively imagine Trump at some point saying, you were supposed to take care of this a long time ago with this Mm -hmm. non-disclosure agreement. The fact that this has come back upon us you need to go take care of this. And that's how businessmen operate. I worked for many businessmen before, mm-hmm. including Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, Steve Poisoner, the insurance commissioner, millionaires and billionaires. That's how these guys do business. You were supposed right. to take care of this. Now the onus is on you. So exactly. I do believe Michael Cohen, when he says that um, this was done out of his own pocket, it'll be interesting to see when they put the finances together, if it actually did come out of a committee. If that's the case, that could be a, a real problem for Michael Cohen. Yeah, and, and a problem for him, not a problem for, for President Trump. And I think that, that people Correct. saying that well, this came down to the 11 days before the election is because Cohen didn't handle it properly in the first in, in the first place. I actually yeah. think there was a mistake actually in even offering her any money for her silence anyway, if that's even what happened, because President Trump, who cares whether or not he had sex with some woman outside his marriage 11 years ago? It's not like she was an intern that he sexually harassed in the workplace as part of a Me Too, uh, that would qualify for a Me Too movement. Movement and then suborn perjury as a result while, you know, president right. of the United States. I think the reason why they're going to this campaign uh, issue, and the, which is really the main reason why I'm even talking about it tonight, because if it was just about sex, the, hey, the Democrat Party did a good job of convincing me that that's between him and his wife. But that's really where they're, where, where they're right. going to go with it. Um, so, um, you know, I, I don't really know why they why they even paid her any money because nobody cares. Nobody, nobody well, cares. You're right. You're right. And look, no one has cared since August. Of 2015, the first presidential debate where Megyn Kelly and Donald Trump got into the big dust up over guess what topic? The topic of women. And yeah. it was after that debate, the entire spotlight of the, the media, not just in the United States, but around the world, then began publishing every story about every affair he had ever had. And guess what? He became the nominee of the GOP anyway. And that shows, just as you said, how far the Democratic Party has come in convincing us that, you know, these extramarital affairs are are between a man and his wife. So what happens beyond bedroom doors is is between them. Um, Look, if the guy passed the test and if there was something coming out 11 days before the campaign, what that tells me, Andrea, is that she was the one sniffing around for more money. She Mm -hmm. probably went to Michael Cohen because, look, you and I both know 
attorneys and businessmen don't go handing out $130,000 out of the goodness of their hearts. They do so likely because someone was knocking at their door saying, this guy's going to become president in the next 11 days. Boy, do I have a story that could take this whole thing down. Well, he sure got her silence for cheap, although it didn't last. Um, you know, 130 grand ain't exactly a whole lot of money. So I'm hoping that somebody's going to do some digging and find out how much money is being slipped to her from someplace else. And oh, by the way, I just got to leave it. I don't know what you thought about that stupid phony. I ain't believing her for a second that some guy came up to her when she was outside of a gym and looked in her car and said, oh, that's a cute baby. I'd hate to have something bad happen to her mother. You know, I mean, that's just, I, I didn't believe any, I didn't believe that. And, um, I, and, and since she doesn't have any cooperation for it, To me, that just smelled of somebody really reaching to try to bolster her argument, which won't go anywhere. Well, I wish we had more time, Miss Jen, um, but you're going to be here on Mondays, and I'm super excited about that. Thank you very much. Likewise. Likewise. All right. Well, uh, thanks for calling in. You got any articles that you're working on uh, for The Hill this week that you want to tell us about? I have a few things uh, up uh, tomorrow, up a column about the March for Our Lives rally on Saturday, how they've blown up the numbers. Uh, to be bigger than they actually were, and oh, what, really? Uh, okay. What we can, yep. What we can talk about in terms of real solutions, not just gun control. There are a lot of things that went wrong in the Florida shooting. A lot of adults from the government failing those kids. So uh, I'm just reminding folks not to just look at uh, banning guns as the solution. There are a lot of other things that happen in that case, and until we fix those, uh, the the solution, the problem's not really going to have a solution. So. Look for that tomorrow at the Hill. All right. Thanks so much, Jen. I appreciate it. Okay, thanks. Bye. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We're going to talk a little bit more. we got more topics to talk to you guys about. And whatever's on your mind. The number is 888-344-1170. In fact, I might chime in a little bit on the March for Our Lives this weekend. Got a little bit of thoughts on my mind about that. And other topics. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. An Economist YouGov poll asks respondents if they'd back a presidential candidate who has done immoral acts in private life. A full 48% of Republicans find it acceptable, but only 19% of Democrats agree. After three decades of Democratic infatuation with a profoundly imperfect Bill and Hillary, this counts as a shock. 
Yes, these attitudes reflect the polarized response to the current incumbent, but other factors make the GOP less judgmental than the stereotype. More common identification with religion helps Republicans see immoral acts in private as nearly universal, so they pick the most capable sinner. It's liberals who view politics as life's highest calling, while conservatives look askance at politicians in general, while feeling ready to trade a bit of private imperfection for a lot of public competence. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Hey, parents and grandparents, today is the day to get half-price tuition. And now's the time to call to enroll your child or grandchild into a quality private school for the 2018-19 school year for half-price. Call now, 844-800-5757. Log on to am1170theanswer.com and see the list of outstanding private schools. Then call us right away at 844-800-5757. First come, first served. Call now, 844-800-5757. Don't overpay for your VA loan. Here's veteran Sonia Hadley on protecting your hard-earned VA loan benefits. Carl from La Mesa needed cash to pay off his second mortgage to do some repairs around the house. He went to the community bank to use his VA loan. I was able to cut his costs in half and get a lower rate that will save him thousands over the life of his loan. Jim and Vernie are first-time homebuyers with young boys. They needed a little more personal attention than they were getting from the credit union. I got them same-day pre-approval so they could start shopping that weekend, confident that they could compete with cash offers. If you don't call Sonia, you're probably paying too much for your VA loan. Don't wait until you're too deep in the process with another lender. Get a second opinion now. Sonia even comes to you. Call me at 833-MY-VA-LOAN before rates go up. 833-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833-MY-VA-LOAN. AM 1170. The Answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. We're into our final segment here on Monday. Glad to have you all here with me. Got a few minutes left if anybody wants to call in 888-344-1170 and talk about the March for Our Lives this weekend. The I don't know what was worse, the trash that was left behind by the hogs associated with the March for Our Lives or the trash and the filth that was spewing, spewing out of the mouths of those involved in this. And of course, the mouths that were not allowed to speak were, did you guys know that Pollock, whose daughter, beautiful daughter, uh, was murdered, one of the Parkland victims. He wasn't allowed. He was, his uh, invitation to speak was withdrawn at the last minute. Gee, maybe because he's one of the people that's actually talking about some solutions to what would actually protect children's lives. Uh, how about securing the buildings themselves so that uh, somebody can't just walk in in the middle of the day with whatever weapon of choice they want to do to destroy people? Or how about this? How about the FBI actually do their jobs when they go and they investigate somebody like 80 times who's been making threats and is considered a threat by everybody that's ever known this person? Or how about improving the government background checks because this guy passed the background checks? Some actual real common sense solutions. No, he wasn't allowed to speak. And speaking of not being allowed to speak, there's another Parkland student there. His name is Kyle Khrushchev, I think his name is. CNN wouldn't allow him. They withdrew his interview as well on CNN. He has issued a challenge 
to camera hog, David Hogg himself, and said, hey, you want to have a discussion about solutions and protecting children's lives? Let's talk about it. Let's actually talk about gun control laws. But see, this is not about any discussion. This is not about wanting to save children's lives, or they wouldn't allow Planned Parenthood, who shreds babies for profit for, to sell off their parts, who they wouldn't have allowed them to be a sponsor for this. This is about what it's always about by the left. It's about tyranny. It's about hiding behind the shields of children or other victims that they've manufactured or just exploited in order to try to gain control over our lives. And what's disturbing to me is even having conservatives tell me that I don't have a right or shouldn't be speaking out against any of these, quote, children, how we're supposed to listen to them. Meanwhile, we're not listening to other children that are pro-gun. No, I'm not going to listen to anybody at all, no matter what age they are, who wants to put forth nonsense to me as and, and try to convince me that more government control over my life is going to solve anything whatsoever. It's not. Oh, by the way, why do we have to remind people that Columbine happened during an assault weapons ban? Why do we have to remind people that the Maryland shooting a week ago was by a kid who stole a gun? Same as Sandy Hook. Virginia Tech happened with handguns. There is no gun control law. Even a non-high school shooting. You know, all lives matter. San Bernardino happened with a lovely husband and wife team of Islamists who took guns from a neighbor and shot up and killed how many people? Let's talk about uh, Major Nadal Hassan, who used military-issued weapons and went to a gun-free zone, i.e. our military bases, and killed how many people? Gun control laws are not going to solve the problem. And we need to push back against anybody uh, who, who continues to try to put forth that notion, and I don't care what age they are. Don't come for me and try to tell me I don't have a right to speak up against that. Speaking of lives... One of the things that was missing in the omnibus bill, just another attempt of the GOP to do everything they could in this bill to stop President Trump and his agenda. President, and I just posted a week or so ago that President Trump, who was the most pro-life presidential Republican candidate or president we've ever had, campaigned on not just pro-life, but also protecting religious freedoms. He had said that he was going to introduce legislation that was going to protect doctors and their right for conscientious objection against having to perform abortions. Well, what did the GOP leave out of the omnibus? The conscientious protections for doctors. And from what I can tell, there's no limitations on it. They're not allowed to say no. So I guess it means even in a state that allows late-term abortions, a woman can come in and force a doctor to do this? When does it end? We even had President Obama who actually argued that you could deny medical care from children who were born after an abortion. We could, we have private citizens. There is no constitutional, there's no, you have no constitutional right. I don't care about Roe v. Wade and that twisted, ridiculous law and decision. The constitution does not provide you a right to, for an abortion in this country, but your religious freedoms are protected. And the Republican Party, even if they, I don't care if they, even if they're pro-choice, they have no right trampling the constitutionally protected rights of American citizens. To, to tell a doctor who paid for his own medical career, who set up his own private practice, that he doesn't have a choice whether or not he takes the life of a child is outrageous. Anyway, I'm curious to see what you guys think about that. There was absolutely no excuse Yes, President Trump might have had, might have felt like he had to sign that omnibus for the military, possibly because we're looking at war. We'll see about that. But there was no, the Republican Party did not have to leave that out of this omnibus in order to get the Democrats on board. 
They didn't have to do that. President Trump has six months to turn this omnibus situation around, and I believe that he will. But, you know, in terms of getting the border wall, he's, you know, there's there's more that needs to happen with that. Shame on these Republicans who continue to lie to us and tell us that they're conservative when they're not. All right. Now, on tomorrow's show, um, we've got a couple more great guests for you. We've got a, We've got an author who's going to be coming on. He's got a book about tyranny. We're going to keep talking about that. And I want to hear from you all. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Andrea K. Show. I'm on Instagram. Keep following me on Facebook. Love you all. I'll be right back here tomorrow night. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thanks to my guests, Jerome Corsi, Jen Kearns, and Gerard Lamero. Have a great night, everybody. He made me sit and watch an entire documentary Andrea about K. shark attacks. by Andrea Kay.